0: hi there uh this is kev from the chompers podcast since this is the uh first episode of these that we're actually going to put out in the world i figured that uh i should provide a tiny bit of context as to who we are and what we're doing um uh so me and uh, my co-host dan are both uh big fish fans who have been seeing them for the past decade Um, I know that makes us 3.0 noobs, but you know, what are you going to do in terms of our background as fans? Um, like I said, the first time we saw them was 10 years ago, but we've both been really into them since then. I'm definitely more of somebody who goes back and listens to the older tapes and he's maybe more somebody who just has kind of listened to like the 3.0 shows or shows that we've been to. So Over this past year, kind of being holed up with the whole quarantine and all that, we decided we were just having way too much fun with these phone conversations we had of syncing up new and old fish shows and going through them and just ranking them and discussing them. So um, just as a bit of context for what we're doing. So um, each week, generally, we're going to flip between an old and a new show, like a pre and post 2009 show um and we go through each one and each song and rank them on a one to five fin scale whether or not there's any validity in that is up to you there's also going to be maybe impromptu dan bluegrass alerts where we start scat singing because dan really likes bluegrass songs uh what else like i said we mentioned that 2011 darien show we went to a lot that's going to come up in this show um we've recorded a bunch of these episodes so Some of them are out of order. This is probably about like the sixth or seventh one we recorded. That's going to be the first one we put out. Um, So we don't provide a ton of context for the band in 1997 in this one. We do put a little bit, but not too much. So just wanted to throw that out there. We're going to be getting to a lot of different shows. Um, We've already got a bunch recorded. So we're definitely going to be hitting a lot of different eras. But for the most part, we're very effusive with our praise. We have a lot of fun and uh we're just gonna uh be two guys who don't have any expert or inside information but you know just want to talk about this band that we love so uh i really hope you enjoy the podcast and uh thanks for listening
1: okay that's fair but i gave it a five
0: welcome to choppers
1: hey everybody Hello,
0: world. Hello out there. Uh, Dan, I wanted to open the episode today with a question. What uh, Trey guitar performance would you compare to Buddy Boeheim's shooting performance in the NCAA tournament?
1: Oh, nice. Okay, so that was... Oh, my heartstrings. Um, Yeah, go Syracuse. That was great. I guess I would compare it to maybe... That one section in a Hood from Daryl where it does the you know the part I'm talking about. I'd say it was like that because it was just so smooth and it just kind of comes out of nowhere. Because you know how that solo starts with like that build up where it's like the <laughs> that's the key part is that it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, Wait, he buddy did the in the wow. Okay, I mean, I. I, love that. I I would have known that, I mean, I know he's great because he's scored 30, but back-to-back 30-point games is pretty impressive. Wild. Yeah. So today's
0: episode is about a performance by the band Fish that took place on June 25th of 1997. We are back in the late 90s Fish era um, that took place, and are you ready for this? It Yeah. Lille, France. Lille, Lille? According Lille? to according to Wikipedia, Lille, it's Lille. Lille. Yeah, the, that's the way Excellent. the guy says it on Wikipedia. Lille. I didn't I didn't look up the venue. It starts with an L, but then there's an apostrophe. I'm not dealing with that. Um Larenoff. 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 Larenoff and
1: Lille. Lille, Lille, Lille.
0: Now we've isolated all our French listeners. (laughs) Um, Then again, if there are French fish fans that exist in the world, I'm guessing
1: they were probably at
0: this show. (laughs) We probably talked
1: to those guys uh, that one night about it. I bet we talked to them about it. That one night. (laughs) (laughs) We met those two French guys. We did.
0: We did meet two French guys. I don't think that they... I don't know if those guys were into fish, though.
1: Well, they seemed like they were pretty. I'm just saying that we um, definitely talked about fish because we had already heard fish at that point, right? No.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So no, you were if never we were already deep into it.
1: We definitely talked about it. I mean, that was literally how I introduced myself to people for the next, <laughs> what, after we discovered them, like at least six months where it was like, hi, I'm Dan. Uh, do you like fish? Yeah. Not the food.
0: No, that's... and that's not even a lie and the best part is when people said yes you'd be like they said yes it's like wasn't that why you're asking the question Um, (sighs) so uh, to talk about 1997 here 97 is obviously a very celebrated and important year for the band and just to set up the show a little bit this is part of their so this is part of what was called the summer European tour so there had been like a previous um even though it really took place in springtime, but um, they had done like a winter uh, European tour earlier in the year. And then I was looking this up. So that was what the first thing they did was that uh, early Europe tour, which that includes like the slip stitch and pass show. And then there's also a show from that one that's in the uh, Amsterdam box set. But yeah, there is, um, so they did those shows and then they came back to the States and I guess like took a break and did like different shows they played. That was when they did the, uh, the famous like David Letterman appearance where they're all like, they all have like fuzzy beards and they play character zero. Have you ever seen that YouTube clip I'm that took pretty a place sure I've seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, they, uh, yeah, and then they played. They did like a Ben and Jerry's benefit and stuff. But then they went back to Europe and did this run. Um, so I looked at the whole tour; it was nineteen shows. They did a bunch of festivals. They did like the first Hurricane Festival ever. They did a couple others. That's they did be
1: so much fun European festivals. Oh man.
0: Yeah, and you know, and getting ready to throw their second one, they did this show, and then they played the gla- The next gig kind of was the Glastonbury Festival. The festival. Rothkilda. Another huge one. After that, they did the Amsterdam run, the famous Amsterdam run, which is uh, the bulk of that Amsterdam box set that I just mentioned. Uh, It's a pretty uh, interesting period we're talking about here because I feel like this this little bit of the run that we're on, like these shows were kind of some of the few like normal shows before that, you know, that weren't... one set festival gigs are like weird one-off things in the states so they're kind of warming up for what's going to be one of the biggest years in their history but they're not quite (laughs) there Mm -hmm. yet (laughs) they're still kind of getting there so kind of interesting they're playing a a lot of new stuff (laughs) a lot (laughs) of new stuff as we're gonna get to in the show before we get into it, what were kind of your overall impressions listening to
1: it? The randomness with which I am picking these shows and the shows themselves being so good are a testament to Fish's longevity. Um, and I had some revelations during this, I think, during this show. Okay.
0: You had some revelations during this show? Can you can you can you say those without spoiling like events in the show, or should we like cut to the show itself and we then should cut to the show? Okay, <laughs> but you now—that's what you call yeah. good radio, right there. It's like we've got a
1: real tease. Like there's so stop listening now if if you want to stay smart. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it'll be <laughs> underwhelming, <laughs> more than likely. A heads up,
0: <laughs> it'll be disappointing. But <laughs> 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 all right, well, when we come back, we are going to do the show that took place in Lille, France, at the Renef. Le Renef. Yes, that took place on <laughs> June the twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. So we will be right back with set one.
1: Welcome back to Choppers. Bonjourno, just kidding. Bonjour, the, the podcast. Bonsoir. That
0: yes, that's true. We are doing a show from
1: Le France. Le France. Well, Le France. But Le Le Le, le France. Le le, 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 le le France. Le France. Vive la France.
0: I've been drinking beer instead of wine. I think that's the reason I can't do it. So. um, Vive le fish. (laughs) Yes, I couldn't agree more. Um, That took place (laughs) on June 25th of 1997. We're gonna dive right in. That's funny. 1997. See what I did there? Uh, Yeah, I I did. 1997 music with Olivia's Pool. Boom. That's opium. why it was funny. So there's a lot to say about Olivia's Pool. It, it was only played seven times by Fish ever. Um inc- and that would include, you know, the 2019 uh performance at Wait. Alpine Shit. Valley. I didn't um, even realize that. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a real tried and true rarity. Um and it's so good. I love it um you know it's it's funny with the show as we go forward bringing it more of this but so many songs that debut i think 10 of these songs debuted in 1997 so they are all like new or very like like <laughs> there's a lot of new songs and there's a lot of like embryonic versions of songs <laughs> and uh like newer yeah. than new um yeah so olivia's pool um Part of the reason for its performance history is because it became the song Shafty, which was released on Story of the oh, Ghost of the next yeah. year. Um, Shafty is great. I do like Shafty. I listened to it in preparation for this podcast. Um, I I think I like Olivia's Pool more, although I was thinking it's funny how if this had become a song they played all the time, I wonder if my opinion would be different. I'd be like, oh, I wish they played Shafty more. But I love no. I love the shafty teases and all that stuff, but um, yeah, uh, Olivia's pool is great, and it was such a fun bust out at that Alpine show, which also included the Ruby waves and all those all the <laughs> other crazy things they busted <laughs> out in that first set. So, um, I gave this one a five. I love Olivia's pool as an opener, and it's just such a rarity. Come on, just keep it going, boys. Um, whenever we get we uh, whenever we come back, Dan, what were your thoughts about Olivia's pool?
1: Well, I didn't realize it was such a rarity. I guess I just assumed that maybe they used to play it more. Um, Although, as you talked about the whole Shafty thing, I remembered that you explained this to me back in 2019 when that was happening. Um, And I just promptly forgot it because I, you know, (laughs) don't have the best memory. Anyway, um, I originally gave it a 4, but knowing it is a super rarity, I have to bump it up to a 5 because part of me giving it a four was like, oh, it just it sounds like the version that I remember them playing in 2019 and that was a bust out, but I didn't realize just how much of a bust out it was. I think it's a great song also and I wish that they played it more. There's a couple times that that's that happens during this show I feel like where there's a song that there's there's a couple songs that I I, I wish were played more because, they are genuinely good songs. Like Olivia's pool is really cool. It's really fun. And I love that it's oblivious fool. Also. I think that is the best. I love wordplay. It makes me so happy. So does Tom Marshall, man. And so do I,
0: um, you know, I agree with you. And it's funny because that really goes right into the next one, which is dog stole things. I felt the same way with this. Um, it's funny with this. I, I gave this four out of five fins and I, I, um, it's funny with the, this is kind of like the double opener thing where it's kind of, it's interesting to do these two back to back. Cause they kind of remind me of each other in like tray led blues songs that are kind of rare. <laughs> um, you know, dog stole things is obviously a lot less rare than Olivia's pool. But right. in 3.0, I think, you know, they're both pretty kind of hard to come by. So, um, you know, I really liked this version and it was good, um, but it kind of felt like redundant.
1: Okay. Um, I gave it a four as well, but uh, I don't know why, because as I think about it, I really like it a lot. I like it a lot, a bunch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's a great blues song. And I will say if if it didn't have a name like it does, you could almost convince me it was a cover. <laughs> but there's yeah. like a there's like little bits that just just stick out that like help you know that it's fish because it almost doesn't even sound like a fish song inherently it's just a really rocking like blues song like it almost sounds like it could have been uh like 70s band uh b-side blues thing from like a soft rock bands, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it feels like it's one of those ones also that maybe was like, that they almost like deliberately were like, we're gonna add these types of lyrics to like, a, what could be a normal, a straightforward type of song, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, right. it wasn't like, right. you know, there there's some way that you could just make this like a very generic, like, um, a, kind of like a My Sweet One, but with this groove, but then it's like yeah. about, cats and dogs (laughs) yeah exactly you know i I always like it for that but again i think it's it's funny because i think the same thing about olivia's pool is almost like the juxtaposition between the thing they're actually talking about and the sound of the music being so bright and cheery and (laughs) you know so it's kind of like the similar vibe to me with these two songs um but It's cool to hear them back to back, and it really brings about the kind of 1997 vibe of the whole thing. Yeah, so I'm into it. And then we go to the next one, which I am very, very into, which is is the song Taste. So I went back and forth on this in a lot of ways, but um, this is going to be the one that I took for my extra fins for set one. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm just a huge fan of taste in general. I really like how the, the, when the jam starts, it really feels like, particularly when page is kind of going off that, uh, it feels like you're in a, you know, it feels like you're someone else is driving and you're in a car. That's like, that's going like a little too, it's like going fast yes. and it's fun. And then it's got And then it starts going a little too, too fast and you're getting, that you're
1: getting, is so funny that you say that because I literally nervous. wrote down that the way that Paige is playing on the song is almost, it's disorienting in a good way. It's almost like the song is drunk. Like it doesn't know what it wants to do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was thinking like, it's like, you know, they're going like fast and it's fun. And you're like, yeah. And then it's like, they're going a little too fast. And you're like, Oh, you know, like this is, but it's still like kind of fun. And then there's that moment though, where it's just kind of like the, you know, if it were basketball, it'd be like, Paige passes the ball to Trey and everyone just clears out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that moment is incredible like that and uh, I, this one gets my extra fins for six one.
1: I will say, though, that I think Fishman is better at singing now than he was during this song. I don't know what was going on, but I I felt like he was struggling. Um, not that it's his, you know, he doesn't need to sing, but uh, <laughs> Gordon's bass line around, like, the five-minute mark was, like, the perfect intro to jamming. It was just so smooth.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good moments, and I I really think page leading stuff early on, like you know, it has a lot of that '97 flavor of like they're able to play as a unit in kind of a funky way. But a lot of it is really is kind of the older version of them too. So, right. Um. When whenever um Trey flips on the the Leslie speaker, that like rotating speaker. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's like just a really fantastic peak in there that's worth kind of noting so i you know i'm i'm all in on that uh taste and then uh so speaking of songs that are on billy breathes yeah they, they play billy breathes what was wh- what are your feelings about uh, my
1: feelings on billy breathes what are your
0: thoughts and feelings about
1: billy are Breeze? that i gave it my extra
0: thins okay yes i was wrong
1: i was wrong it's okay i to, like i said i didn't think that you would be able to see it coming i um, really
0: want to predict your extra fans and i thought that it was theme i'll admit it i'll admit it outright and i was wrong I, and it's okay
1: i just want to always have them s- softly singing sweet songs in my ear uh, yeah uh, and it's just a perfect perfect melody and the harmonies are gorgeous I went and listened to the studio version too and whew, boy that is so good as well and uh, I just, I felt like, you know, some slow songs don't get enough love and
0: they don't, that's
1: I, so this true this is one they should definitely play more it's it's a beautiful, beautiful song and and I wanted to show the slow songs that make me feel really good um some love and as you know i love the studio albums by fish uh i think they are phenomenal and that's partially what got me into the band was listening to those and um so yeah it was like a nostalgia thing as well because definitely knew the song billy breathes going into our first show um the build-up um, like to the end of the song, is so like just phenomenal in this version too. Um, going into the next thing, which is a perfect transition into what they did. But yeah, so extra fins for Billy breaths. I just thought it was so beautiful and well timed. It felt it felt right in the moment.
0: Yeah, I agree with you on all of that. I um I actually. Gave it a four only because, um,
2: Ooh. yeah,
0: I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> shame. You
1: run. shame.
0: Shame, shame, shame,
1: shame,
0: no, I, I really like Billy Breeze a lot. The only like slight tick off I had was like kind of that. I feel like Trey's there's like a solid like minute where Trey's kind of like not sure what's happening. In the <laughs> chord progression, um, <laughs> uh, you know, which is yeah, the honest, yeah, which you know, it's like, yeah, he, he definitely and then he he rallies, you know, in a huge way. I like it a lot, and uh, but I a that bunch. was as far as I was, I was, <laughs> <laughs> but that was as far as I was, uh, willing to go with it, but yeah, I mean, that that you know, it's a solid choice, and like you mentioned, the transition into bag, ACDC
1: bag, that is. Which is um, what you thought I was going to give my extra fins to.
0: No, I thought you were going for theme. Oh, oh okay. That's fair. Uh, we go into bag here. Um, I also gave this a four. I like I like bag a lot. Um, this is um, a really good version. It, I was it's...
1: wondering, though, about bag. Do you know <laughs> what year ACDC bag debuted in? Uh, okay.
0: Uh, what year... I mean, it's like, uh, let's let's try let's try, like,
1: 1986. God damn it, chocolate blue, Kev. Why are you
0: always correct? (laughs) (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. Is it? It's it's actually six. You got it. 1986.
1: Their first one was at Hunts in Burlington. Um, it's way different. Uh, I went and listened to it, and it is strange, oh. um, yeah. <laughs> to say yeah, the least. Uh, yeah, there's there's a tendency
0: to do that in that era. <laughs> no, I think the... Uh, yeah, it's funny with the early days stuff, because that shows up in the second set, too, and it's like there's some stuff that's just been around forever, you know? Um, but, yeah, I, this version of Bag, I thought, was... Um, I don't know. The first time I heard it, I I thought it was just okay. And then this next, the next time I heard it, I thought it was pretty good. And then the third time I was like, oh, this actually does have like a lot of 97 funk in it. But, um, you know, I, I went with four out of five, just kind of, I think it's like, you know, um, there's a lot of good versions of this, um, in this era. And I think this is just kind of like one of them, you know?
1: Okay. That's fair. But I gave it a five. Um I I
0: So you're going through like a lot of these songs the first time f- yeah in, like their original era. That's gonna might be a divide with this show, if I'm being
1: honest. The thing that's really funny too is that um if these are fives now, then they're only gonna get better from there. So I'm gonna need a lot of extra fence, I'm sure. Um <laughs> We might have this to just is, change the scale. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing I will say about this version is that you know, the the people, I don't know if it's just the people of France or just the people at the show, they didn't seem so eager to get the show on the road as as much as <laughs> n- normally is sounded in especially a, an audience recording. I would have expected more people to be excited to get this show on the road, regardless of when they were playing the song. You know, it's one of those things you just, I thought it was always something that you would hear those words and be super excited and be like, ah, I'm at a show. This Then they said, get the show on the road. Let's cheer because of the connection. Synchronicity is amazing. But pourquoi, mon amis? Why did you not cheer? <laughs> uh, I, I To me, there's something
0: in the late 90s, particularly like 97 and early 98, with the sound of his guitar and the sound of Fishman's drums, where there's just this like perfect synchronicity of like, somehow being s- really psychedelic and really tight at the same time. And also, we should mention like, Fishman is not wearing the uh, the moo moo. Yeah,
1: you know? he's he, this that, is the classy was that fish. 97 when that happened, or is yeah, like a...
0: this is like the classy fish era, you know. So it's like, uh, you know, he was wearing the uh, you know, he's wearing the button up shirt and the whole thing. I, I know he wears other clothes, but once you've seen somebody wear the same thing, it's like, you know. Like if Fred Flintstone were wearing a suit, yeah. he'd be like, exactly. "No, I, I know you. All, I know you. In your closet, and you got the orange thing with the with the triangles yeah. on it, or whatever it is." <laughs> um, the next song we hit is a. Dance bluegrass alert. Jesus was a riding on a train. Jesus was a riding on a train. No, we get the old home place, which we've actually hit before. Um and um I did you know this sh- I gotta admit dan this show there was a lot of fours I did a lot of fours and uh i di- i i i did it onto the old home plate. I,
1: I and it yeah. could have been a okay. five okay. I don't know what I don't know what no it's it's forgivable I went with four and a half uh you know it was pretty standard it is a uh, it's by the Dillards which I did not know i thought okay. it was a jD crow song but I guess they just covered it. Um, the Dillard's gotcha. fun fact uh backed Elton John on tour when he toured in America um, oh. in the 60s or 70s um but you know some things are i I don't know what the guy is thinking in this song you know like what yeah he's what a are real you doing?
0: he's a real um, he's a real sad sack is what he is yeah
1: and, and you know I, I will say though when he when he's he heads a real complainer. Charlotte, yeah. When he heads out to <laughs> Charlottesville, I uh, He's got
0: to uh pick himself up by the bootstraps. That's what I say. This is America. <laughs> this <laughs> no, is dust bowl uh, era, Sunny. Have, yeah, exactly. You shouldn't have left your plow in the field. Somebody probably stole it, you know? I don't know.
1: Yeah. No, I just love how oh, it's so sad. You know, like yeah. it's just a ripping beautiful ha- like happy sounding song and then you just listen to the words and you're like <laughs>
0: uh we got uh the next one up is the one that i thought was dan's gonna be was gonna be uh dan's extra fins alert but instead i'm guessing he gave a zero out of five which is themed from the Ah, bottom
1: (laughs) ah, 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 ah. no um I gave it a, a 4, but not like a normal 4, like a wow. it could be a 5, 4. Insult, it's straight-up it insult. A, it, w- it was around the time where I was actually realizing that there could be more songs in the future, like versions that we listen to coming up, so I didn't want to go too crazy. And so that's why I gave it a 4, but could be a 5. So I yeah, left, that's... left my options open, just in case. And it's sounding like... I did that with good reason. There's a sound around the four-and-a-half-minute mark where they're all jamming, and it's just that kind of s- that spaciness starting to happen, you know what I mean, where the song like really starts filling out. It just makes me want to close my eyes, and-, and that's what I do at shows. I just think it's lovely. But yeah, Theme is one of uh, my favorite songs, and juxtaposed against what's to come yeah
0: yeah i um i gave theme a five out of five fins and i was very strongly considering it for my extra fins i really um for both of my picks or you know if this gets honorary <laughs> let's give it a six out of five or whatever <laughs> uh you know i i really love this mode of the 97 songs that have the they're they're not as afraid as they used to be of doing these kind of very simple chord like two or three you know chord jams as they progress later in the 90s like this eventually leads to you know got a jaboo and stuff where it's like, like kind of this vibey like jam stuff and but i really love theme a lot. I mean obviously I know you do too. It's funny to hear. Yeah. Like it's funny for me to be like more enthusiastic but <laughs> this is like this is to me as much as I like when they do it now I really enjoy the versions of it from this period because it feels like this is kind of like not to do a Grateful Dead thing, but let's do a Grateful Dead thing, like hearing Sugary in 1972, where there's some kind of version, you know, there's something to okay, it where yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, this is like, you know, this is the way that the song was originally meant to be felt alive. Like, right. and I feel, okay, yeah. and I feel that really, I, I just really like that. Um, but, you know, again, I mean, it's, you know, any complaints that we have about this show being oh it's a four and a five oh it's a three and a half it's like you we I think we're right you and I are both cutting it with a heavy dose of like we're talking about some primo late nineties fish stuff. right like this is very champagne problems <laughs> you know <laughs> because I am so excited to hear what you have to say about this next song <laughs> um this is Dan's least favorite song of all time.
1: Yep. A fish well, song. Well, yeah, okay. There you go. I was going to say let's not. Let's yeah. not go that far. Um, if someone was like you can listen to any kiss song or velvet sea, I'd be like Velvet Sea a million times over.
0: I was so close to giving this extra fins as a gag, you have no idea, but I'm, I I
1: am not surprised to hear that, but it would have <laughs> been okay. I I still as a friend um, I
0: didn't do it as a friend. I didn't I still gave like it that. a 3 though. I I
1: There we go. See, my thing was in this one. In this case was that we already had Billy Breeze, so they didn't need to do this again. That's uh, true.
0: That's very true.
1: It 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 felt like the next song anyway is is just better all around, right? Um but I I love the piano intro anyway. And if the chorus was, like, a quarter of the length that it is, I would love it. But they just say it so much. And they have the whole... I, I don't know how else to explain this, but they are they do... They, like, legitimately do those, like, oohs at one point that I don't know if they do it in every song, but it reminded me of that guy from New Year's that like ruined this song for me in the first place that was just singing when the band was not singing. Uh, The ooze that that guy was doing, it legitimately sounded like that. I don't know if maybe it was someone on the tape, but... I love the lyrics, though. The (laughs) lyrics are great, but... Yeah. I just... This one was rough. I wanted to skip it so bad, but I didn't. (laughs) But I still gave it a three, because the lyrics are really really good
0: <laughs> i don't think either of us beyond this song have like fish songs we really dislike right
1: like i i, I can't Correct. even i don't think there are any other fish songs that i dislike
0: yeah and i feel the same way it's like I, I was actually trying to think of that because i was like god i i was like i don't think it, for me like i think you know velvet sea is like pretty it's probably a yeah one of the lowest rated ones i would put if i was ranking all the songs but yeah i don't think for whatever reason i don't think that it's i don't dislike it as much as you do (laughs) yeah um uh but i it's funny because you know compared to i guess a quote-unquote average fan i guess i I'm, like, a hater, you know? I'm definitely, like, a, this is a bathroom break. This is not important. I will say this about this version, though. Correct. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're the new host. Of Je- you just you just got the uh, Jeopardy hosting job by saying correct like that. Uh, I will say about this version, like, it's a pretty, it's, again, like, I would say, like, an, uh, newer than new. It's, like, an embryonic version of this song. And, um... I actually kind of like the fact that they skip the, um, g- the there's a, okay there's a, there's one thing I like, <laughs> and one thing I don't like one one thing I, that you highlighted that, to me it's like they just say waiting in the velvet seat like way too many goddamn times in the song and I just and I just prefer to hear Trey just wailing on a guitar as opposed to hearing Correct. that line, over and over again, but. And this version, they don't even stop when he's singing the verse, which is like, at least they do that. It, like oh, they man. they made that change, which is like, OK, good. Like, you know, when he does like the you know, you want
1: five moments in a box. and Right. All that.
0: But then which I like, the parts, like I actually the part like that I like. Yeah. that's yeah. The
1: part that I like. And this time they were like, you don't get to like that this time. Because but
0: one thing keep, I do yeah. like is instead of after when he says mail it off to you, then there's kind of that pause and then there's like a build up and there's a the whole thing. And then they come back to the, you won't find moments in a box. And, but this one, they just kind of cut from that right to Trey, just jamming on those chords. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, okay. I'm kind of down for that. They did do the waiting in the velvet Sea thing a million times after. But, um, so, I actually, did I say I went with a four? Um, but just because of that, I kind of like uh, that specific change. Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. But I
0: just, I i i wish the whole song was just Trey <laughs> playing on those chords. That would be great. They should they should switch and it this, to Trey
1: playing the I've Been Waiting in the Velvet Sea line on his guitar instead of singing those words. Just yeah, sing it no. like twice and then just or
0: just or even like the one you won't find like the that verse you won't find moments in a box thing and then just the and because that's what i liked about this one is that it went from that to, i wish they had didn't sing over that verse but then i liked how it went from that just to the jam kind of you know don't so. sing over me don't, sing, don't, over don't me. sing over. Don't sing over. Don't say, I will, I will sing come over to y- you. I will sing to you. I will sing I, to you. I will sing to you. Yeah. <laughs> I watched that clip, by the way, and it's amazing. So good. Um, this next song, I is also so good, um, and it is called Saw It Again. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of Saw It Again. This is a five out of five based yep. on just like this is like a a five out of five based on the like. I went that through the desert. Played. I went through the desert, and now someone's handed me a cool
1: glass of ice water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It really made it feel even better too. I was like, "Oh, this is wonderful." I also gave it a five. It's an uncomfortable song about being uncomfortable. Like it's just great, right? And it's super dark. It's so yeah, it's, heavy. Sloppy is all just hell. It's so amazing. Which, which, I love it. Yeah, I was
0: thinking like there's no this is one of those songs I don't think there's any version that they've done correctly. <laughs> like there's no like <laughs> there's no like you know, there's like there's you know how there's like with a lot of songs there's there's probably one version. Like I bet you could pick like one ver- live version of Rift that was like better than the studio one like and you could be like right this is this is like if you put this you know if you redid the album and put the best live versions it would be the craziest thing like saw it again like there first of all there's there is no studio version but second of all like every like they've never gotten it right they they always screw up the the like the backup vocals are always wrong and but it's always one of my favorites because it's like yeah the first part is like extremely goofy and the second part is extremely spacey and then and that's the two lanes of fish i love like where they can juxtapose it and yeah and coming out of yeah and coming out of uh uh velvet sea and also kind of coming out of like wanting that energy that came from Theme for the Bottom to continue into something cool like this and then having Velvet C just kinda stuck in here like, hey we wrote a new song. Check it out Uh was this was very nice to get so I liked saw it again very much, very much Lee. Um the next one is Limb by Limb, which is another
1: song that I know you like. This one was this one was really good too. I gave it a five. Um five pins. Full five, high five. Um, I got some Darien vibes from this one. Darian, Darien
0: Lake, 2011, our first show. Yeah, we need a, a Darian Darian alarm. We need, something. and it should j- just be
1: just have it be like, shing Darien. Darien. Um, <laughs> um, Trey is like playing his. He's like soloing in between the each line. That was awesome. I was loving that so much.
0: Yeah, it's another one of these where it's kind of the early version of this song like they did. um, Yeah, there's there's slight variations in it. There's kind of like a drum break in the middle that they added. And then I don't know how to describe that, but the thing where Fishman's kind of on the hi-hat for a second. Yeah. Like that da 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 and then they come in on the offbeat. That that it doesn't have that moment. That they didn't add that yet, so that was that came later. I d I didn't do the research on when it came. Um Yeah. I also went with four. Whop wap. Um Yeah. I'm just I'm just killing the vibe on a one point This is a
1: weird harsh in my mellow, man. I really am. I'm. Harsh is my is, mood mellow. We're
0: doing the re. We're doing the reverse thing where I'm less hyped on the earlier show. Yeah, I mean it's. Um, I liked it a lot. I mean, I thought this is another one that I think is like similar, uh, in the vein of a lot of these songs. To be honest, like we have this one, we have Saw It Again, we have Whether or Not You Like It, we have Velvet Sea, we have theme and olivia's pool and dog stole things that are all like these kind of brand new songs showing up in the first set and they're kind of just you know feels like they're kind of feeling them out a little bit like
1: i'm here yeah and
0: uh, and i thought this whole first set was kind of just you know not coasting but just kind of like feeling out these new songs and this new vibe but it's 97 fish so it's great so it's a four out of five fins but it's not (laughs) it's not uh the you know five out of five crazy fall 97 juggernaut that they're about to become would be my sense of it um and we end the set with another very late 90s (laughs) set closing choice. I gave this one a four and a half fins. I, I liked it a lot. It's a great closer so we I,
1: agreed on that one. I did up. also give it a four and a half. It almost felt like it was unnecessary though but like as soon as it starts, you can just feel like the energy because of how limb by limb ends you just feel the energy just like kick back in. I almost felt like you know, now everyone's going to be standing around for those 15 minutes. You know, what are the, what are they going to do? They're in Europe. What are they going to drink and talk to their friends? Do they think they're at some kind of concert? And then I remember they are Dan, you <laughs> just aren't at a concert. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows right. when we'll be back. <laughs>
0: That's right. People used to do such things at certain times, but yeah, I mean, it's, I love that.
1: I love the song. My soul. It's, It's like a nice groove. It has a cool guitar line and fun lyrics. Yeah, I just, I think this is a good way to end the set.
0: And um, they're clearly like, you know, just so comfortable with like the bluegrass stuff and like My Soul and some of these bluesy stuff, bluesy songs, like the, uh, you know, like the Dog Stole things and like that's some like there's these certain modes that they were really comfortable in, in this period. And then the rest of it was like this, this, like we're turning the rest of our songs into meters jams, <laughs> like, yeah. like turning them into like the meters, like rejuvenation album type things for 25 minutes. Like, and it's like, um, you know, it's an interesting thing because it's like, you know, um, in a way, I think it was really smart because they have all these songs that are at their disposal that they can, you know, they could still end a soul, end a set with my soul. Uh, they can still end a soul. They could, they could still end a, <laughs> soul, still with end a soul, soul with my soul. <laughs> yeah, with my set. Uh, and on that note, um, our souls are about to be transported into the second
1: set, but Get we have some. to take Do a break. Can... We can yeah. get some air, like they say, that they're doing at the show. Uh, I just don't know if that's what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, let's, uh, you know, we're going to turn the. We're going to take a bow, and the house lights just came on. And, uh, you know, when we come back, we're going to dive into a uh, a very, let's say, very interesting second set. How about that? That's a good okay. teaser. <laughs> you got to help me out here. You get, you had the greeny tease for the revelations that we're still waiting on.
1: <laughs> well, you can't leave me in charge of anything. That's not safe.
0: <laughs> you, even your own revelations? I can't leave you in Correct. charge. Correct. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be right back with set two and more chompers. Isn't that right, Dan?
1: Yes. Hello. Bonjour. Bonsoir. Merci. Yes. <laughs> exactly.
0: We are talking today about the show that happened at. What was the venue name? La
1: Nef. La Nef. La Ronnef. lili. Ja Tour de
0: France. France. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> In Lille, uh, France that took place on June 25th of 1997. It is the second Europe tour <laughs> from 1997. It's amazing to think that they would do multiple tours of Europe. Um, we open set two with down with disease. There's some flubbed lyrics. The, uh, the solo in the song is like a little bit off key or something. Not sure what's going on. But uh, the jam, of course, is amazing.
1: Type 2 territory around the 10-minute mark. Um, and I was loving that section. It almost sounded like a city's jam. Modern city's yeah. jam, possibly. I feel like Fish in 97 and Fish Today have a very similar sound. Boom, res- Revelation. That one's heavy. That one's hard to take wow. in for people, I'm sure. But yeah, I do.
0: Well, it's funny you mention that just based on the thing that I was thinking with this jam. Um, <clears throat> towards the end, So, well, so I, I put down that uh, it, there's kind of this predictable sort of 97 moment in it that um, it goes from the tempo of what down with disease is like, which is very, which is like moving at a very fast clip, but then they have the tempo, you know? Yeah. So Fishman starts kind of, you know, playing at half speed and then everything kind of becomes this groove. I was tempted to give this my extra fins. It, it's, 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 hmm. it, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on with it. Um, Did you, is that what, did you go extra fins? No, here or, I
1: uh... went with four and a half. I really, really liked the mic intro on this one. I thought it was phenomenal. I love the sounds that he makes in the intro. Like the... Yeah. Yeah, I love that shit. Eat it up. Mmm, delicious.
0: And I mean, in terms of, like, the jamming... (laughs) 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 But I mean... (laughs) Like, like in terms of the jam what were your... cuz i had down that i feel like the uh, the halftime thing and then it, it it and then it speeds back up to kind of like a llama esque kind of groove yeah i um,
1: i wrote the word funk a lot during this thing <laughs> um leo synth is just crazy um especially around like the 11 and a half minute mark uh just his the sound is oh, just nuts and i don't know i mean i know his stuff is a lot smaller back then um i don't know if he still uses the same one but that thing is just phenomenal it's just so great and i really love the build up towards the end it's just super sexy like the 19 minute mark or so they just keep building up and just goes and goes and goes it's uh
0: yeah that's kind of what i meant i think like that yeah it kind of it speeds up and then, um, and then it kind of becomes this groovy thing. And it's funny what you were saying about the, uh, um, you know, the '97 sound and now. Because I think one thing I don't know if you did you pick up on the. Uh, to me, when I first heard it, I was like, "Oh, this is funny how." Now this groove, I think, would morph into steam. Yeah, <laughs> but that song. But that song didn't exist for another, you know, couple decades. So (laughs) they had to kind (laughs) of... But it's funny how that's, you know, kind of right there at this point, you know? And I think it's like... um, I agree with you on that. But, yeah, I also think that there's... I really do think there's a specific sound to this era. And I think with Down With Disease... um, It really works well where they're able to, you know, like we like talking about the taste or the uh, theme from the bottom that I think that there's kind of like this um, specific kind of spacious groove that they can get into the way that uh, Fishman plays in this period and the way that Trey plays off of him. I think those two, you know, I think like. Paige and Mike are coming into their own in the band and so it's becoming this kind of unit but also um, it it really gives me this feeling of like like this openness in their jamming that I think is very like um, now they I don't want to say they like take it for granted or something but it's just kind of like there now whatever the positive version of take it for granted is (laughs) that they're 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 aware of it now and so there's like a you know when they're playing like a tweezer or something if it opens up like that they're like oh we're going into the open space that we understand but there's something about these late 90s jams where it still feels like kind of raw and interesting to them and like i love that I love the way Trey plays in that space where he's like, oh, wow, look, I have all this open area because everyone's kind of doing their own thing and they're not just like running around chasing me around the room. So I think in terms of like the best jam, it probably actually is this one. But this one, I agree with you. I gave it four and a half also. Nice. This next one, I did the same thing too, which is I grouped these two together, which was the Piper and then the reprise of a disease. Uh, So the whole, uh, the Piper thing is interesting because, you know, it had this slow build in this period and uh, you know, we get that here. But it's interesting that it builds into basically the peak, the coda of disease again. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, by the time it builds all the way back up.
1: Yeah, it's pretty short. They kind of jam. just went back into disease.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like a disease Piper sandwich, I guess. But like Sammy's. Piper is such a build. Sammy. But Piper's such a build that you think it's gonna go somewhere. Um, but I do really like the kind of like, uh, it's that, and then it's kind of chaotic a little bit. And there's a, uh, they tease, "Can't you hear me knocking?" They do, which they do a lot. They do throughout the '90s a whole bunch, and they've done. It is great, and it it's interesting how I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like it's almost like from this point on in the set it's almost like a free-for-all like <laughs> there's kind of like a chaotic vibe that starts to happen <laughs> at a certain point and um like the next song or, or well how did you feel about the whole piper disease or prize like thing uh, like what was your yeah take on that?
1: i gave it four fins um i liked how piper had Couple like a moment where it was kind of like Willy Wonka, rowers keep on rowing type of vibe going on with like the chaotic nature of it. Yeah, but um, right. <laughs> yeah, overall, I kind of felt like it was just there.
0: Yeah, I really like the jam coming out of the Disease Reprise because it it it's clear that they <laughs> no one in the band kind of knows where they're headed. And they're just kind of doing this, you know, <laughs> um, and it gets dark and kind of weird. So I really like that aspect of it. But, yeah, I agree with you. It's not like, you know, it's hard to kind of rate it as like against other versions of Piper or you can't rate it against other versions of disease because it's really the coda to that. But you know, I mean, it's interesting and I think it's, you know, um, it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I think, you know, it's, we shouldn't underrate the idea that they just played like pretty much a half hour straight of like almost completely improvised music, (laughs) you know, because it's like 20, whatever minutes of disease. And then with the Piper and then the reprise. So I was thinking about that, like in terms of, I was like, this second set gets kind of crazy, but then I'm thinking like, well, they've already played for, you know, they've already done like a whole half hour of just like ripping (laughs) jam music. (laughs) Um, So the next song is obviously really interesting. So the next one is Meat Stick. Yeah. Um, Interesting is a word for it, I guess. (laughs) It is the debut of Meat Stick two years before the debut of the like, actual song gotcha. meatstick. So this is
1: it's so unfair um, to call this the debut. Ah.
0: It's slightly disingenuous maybe because it's basically <laughs> um the jam that comes out of that disease reprise has this kind of uh
1: It's like catapult, but dark with meat
0: stick. Exactly. Yeah, it's like basically quoting the time for the meat stick. And it's, whoa, cocks my brain. It's the old cocks my brain lyrics (laughs) The uh, the changed. Uh, I kind of actually really liked the harmony, I have to say, like the weird evil harmony, just to hear like, you know, just hearing like a new version of it. So I really liked it. Um, But I just, for rating, I just wrote a question mark because, yeah, it feels like it should be credited as like, I think the set probably should be credited as like disease Piper into like
1: with meat stick surprise
0: into like jam, yeah, or, like quotes, yeah. It's like it's not a performance of the song, but it's really interesting to hear. You know, yeah, that this was clearly an event that had just happened, and uh, I meant to look it up, but I know that the story is that like Tom and Trey were in a hotel room and there was a big like meat stick in their f- fridge, <laughs> and they just busted it out. So that must have like just happened, Timeful you know? Meat uh, I love that. Yeah, so um, I gave this a question mark out of five. What did you give it? I
1: gave it a three and a half because it was very bizarre and strange, and I didn't quite like it, but I still liked it more than Velvet Sea.
0: Yeah, the question mark was kind of a cheat. So, yeah, I guess it would be probably a three. Um, but it was, actually, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't want to give it a rating because it's, it was fun to hear. Like, the, I like hearing the weird embryonic version of stuff but yes i agree like the same thing as velvet sea where it's just like it's not even like the version of the song too (laughs) you know (laughs) in addition to whatever you think about it it's not like it's not the actual version of it but i again i think the disease jam was so kind of enveloping that i think uh you know the rest of the set feels to me very like spiritually mid 90s like i mentioned i think earlier in this they have both the ability to be like the chasing tray around the room early 90s band and this kind of funky big arena kind of <laughs> crowd pleasing band yeah and uh this show definitely tilts more toward that chasing tray around the room stuff in this part of the set i think where it gets just
1: like weird yeah i can uh, i can hear that for sure
0: yeah so the next part of our set is brought to you by the letter M. So we just had meat stick, and the next song is called "The Grub oh, and the Watchful oh, Hosemaster." Oh, oh,
1: oh. oh, uh, this man. gets my
0: extra. This one gets my extra fins for set two, and I suspect oh, is that the case with. Oh me yeah, or, it is.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so good it's fun. for so many reasons.
0: Well explain them to me
1: reggae right <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's reggae it's the same song but it's reggae, reggae Jim it's it that it, he's just like oh i I like reggae i'm gonna we're just gonna let's just do the song in reggae style fuck it and then they do he does like the whole first verse, <laughs> oh God, it was just so good the transition into it was fantastic uh there was like around the one minute mark, there's like a sick Mike Mike's uh synth or paid like Mike's uh like synth pedal or whatever's going on with that thing. Uh yeah. Which which Cray yeah, he, references he mentions it later later yeah. on. Yeah. Uh it's just so, and he good.
0: calls it a terrible sound yeah. in the end, which which I don't agree. I think it's hilarious. Like it right? like works well, the, at least on tape. Yeah. I'm sure he was thinking it was hilarious, like right. hilariously bad in the yeah. time.
1: But the looks like looks too much like Dave's when they were yelling the like Dave's thing too. After like It's like so Dave. hilarious, that was amazing. Managing to see the spotted striper's multi-beast and thereby cheat his grave. I'd like to get his autograph, but he looks too, too much like Dave. He looks too much. He looks too much. He looks too much. He looks too much, looks too much.
2: Looks too too much, much like Dave. He looks too, too much. much. He, he looks too
1: much! much. Like he <laughs> looks too much! Like he looks it's too much! So like
0: good. <clears throat> Trey's kinda of doing like the full Frank Zappa thing on the vocals too, where he's just kinda of like, you know, tied my nose with Spandex nose. Yes. Like it's just very like explainy vocals, which I like. And I like how Paige is like Am I supposed to harmonize with it? like he's kinda of harmonizing but he didn't Paige is like not sure what to do vocally, but then I will say also I did like the fact that, because as much as I liked it, I was also like, I hope they keep doing the song. Like I was glad that it got normal ish by the time like Page soloed, it kind of became a normal version of the song again, you know. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't happy about the fact that people were clapping during the Page solo. I'll say that much about the French audience. No clapping shock during le- Page le- solo, please. Le keep your keep your hands on your wine glasses and your baguettes <laughs> and keep them off no sorry that's mean but uh no but other than that uh <laughs> how how do you say i'm sorry in in french oh fact? shoot oh shoot exactly that's how you say it so oh shoot um but yeah no i mean uh i it, this track actually made me wonder like you know this second set feels a lot different than the first set. I was kind of wondering maybe if the band was up to something. On set break, <laughs> the set I break. was yeah. thinking the same thing. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad you were wondering that too, because I was like, "Man, they come out with a different energy here, and maybe it's just a culmination of a bunch of things." But so we do Maki Stupa or I'm sorry, we do magrub. McGraw- I mean, did you have anything to say about the, said the page solo no, and the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, we can up, move man. right on
1: into, into the, Maki the super. next one, which is where Great. another revelation lies, by the way. Okay, okay. Are you ready for it? Sure. I think I know why the, the quote-unquote jaded vets dislike the wooing or maybe why most people dislike wooing in general in the shows. It's because okay. they have no sense of timing, and they're really bad at it, and it embarrasses them. <laughs> That's what it is. Because if you nail a woo in the right moment, it is f- super fun and enjoyable.
0: Is this this is based on Makisupa specifically or
1: the jamming, yeah. There's like uh on the in the transition, I wanna say. There's like the woos, they try to do some woos and they just miss.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of bad I don't agree with your premise, but too it's bad. An interesting one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I do like so Maki Super comes next. I gave this a five. I like Fishman f- doing the James Brown. Yeah, he's doing like a James Brown impression, and then it's like the key word is NUG. Woke up this morning, NUG. That's great. And then I like the the tra- is Trey trying to is he saying policeman in French? Is that what he's trying to do? Or? Yeah,
1: I think he was he's, just like. Because he's not even saying. He says police. He says he says it in like it almost sounds like Italian or something. Um,
0: yeah, which is and awesome. somebody's like somebody says something like nah, like it sounds like Mike is like nah, that's not like somebody's <laughs> like somebody steps in maybe it's just somebody near the that's mic really I can't funny. exactly tell.
1: Um, no, I love um, what they go when he says my son. That's Kingston. Because he says house. You know how they don't really say house. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. saying my Mais, maison," which is house in yeah. French. That had me dying, and then and then he says like when he's like and France, then he says, like, and then he's like police. or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I lost it. That was so fucking
0: funny. He's trying to say police. He says maison, and then he's trying to say like police
1: or something. Yeah, he, and he just said he says like polícia. Yeah, like that.
0: and then I, and then I think Fishman Fishman just goes Kingston. Yeah. France, uh, and then he says France and France, and then it's Kate, and then Fishman, yeah, <laughs> <He's, yeah>. Fishman. <laughs> <laughs> so that's us just. uh oh, yeah, I gave Vince it a five Instead of you five listening, it.
1: that was just that was hilarious. That was really, funny. and it comes out
0: of comes out of a well deserved like like crazy versions of like disease and McGrup you know, and the yes. whole meat stick thing. So, um, and then so if you watch the there is a for the next part folks if you are following this at home there is a youtube component which would be um so (laughs) so fishman goes over to uh trey's side of the stage and starts playing like a like a bucket with a how do you even describe what he's playing it's he he so he he starts playing like a beat on this thing that's like a it's like a blanket with a <laughs> it's like a bucket with a blanket over it and he starts singing cecilia <laughs> which is our next track yeah. i suppose which is the simon and garfunkel classic um but on the tape it's just people shushing at first shh, you know and then um it's him just very softly playing that but then he starts singing the song um, and he does another not one that know I gave the a
1: words which doesn't know the words Hilarious.
0: he knows he knows the same mm-hmm. amount of words as i do yeah, yeah. of that song which is nice i love how you he know, literally just hums
1: at some parts That <laughs> is so great
0: Ba-da-da-da-da. yeah he doesn't know <laughs> and then and with the crowds into it and they're clapping along it, the crowd in general in this show i feel like is like i feel like european audiences i've heard this before like they really want to be a part of the show, so they're always, like, clapping and singing. And, like, and in, it's kind of not the right vibe sometimes <laughs> for, like, what <laughs> she's trying to do on stage. But, you know, they did let them play, like, a whole 25-minute, like, jam on Down With the Z. So I guess you got to, you know... If they want to clap along to Cecilia, uh, you know, you got to let them do that. But so he's doing that, so Trey goes over the drum kit and starts playing so then and this is kind of the rotation jam thing that they were doing in the late 90s but so then so then eventually page gets up and walks over and takes mike's bass and mike walks over mike walks over and starts playing piano really well and really well You get the sense, Mike could actually hack
1: it, like as a piano player. I'm pretty in a band. sure that he can play some good keyboards.
0: And it's funny to think, like on the other hand, I hate to say it, but Paige, I don't think he could hack it as a bass player. I don't think he could do. it. I, I think he could the, use an upright bass you better. Know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that anyway, spot can do. Anything. We love the man. We love the man, and he's the chair. He's the chairman of the boards. You don't get elected to that position frivolously, or at all. Um. So, <laughs> or at all. Um. But then, so the Cecilia thing is fun, but it ends. I get a question mark out of five. And then the next one thing is, uh, so it's they launch into hold your head up because we've we've this is the point of the fish show where we've lost all sense of reality. Uh. Now. Uh, Fishman is playing guitar and <laughs> and we have Mike on keys and Mike's kind of vamping like we're saying playing really well and then they go into Rocka William oh. um, which is a, another one that is like a purely 1997 you know being <laughs> that never left that. <sighs> it was played this is and the it needs what to. Is it, fourth out of fifth time. Yeah. It needs to.
1: It's a really good song. It only made
0: it only there was only one appearance in the United States. <laughs> they played <sighs> it at Deer Creek.
1: And that was it. So I feel like it's um, fantastic. There's a lot to take away, I feel like, from the song. And I questions I have for the band about the song. Um <laughs> I think it sounds like early Pink Floyd and as you know, I love that stuff. Early, early Pink yeah. Floyd, the Sid Barrett stuff is just better than the rest of Pink Floyd. There's, there's a nice, some nice controversy. Um, this was the first time I'd ever heard that song, by the way. Listening to it and this, and I loved it. I thought it was wonderful. I would love for them to bring it back. Um, even, you know, and then I, I listened to the on Fishnet. It has. They say that there's like a really good version from Germany, and I went and listened to that one, and that was <laughs> phenomenal. It was so good.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's uh, you know, there's a pretty limited
1: amount, right. that You can uh, they can access, um, but I gave it um. By the way, I gave it seven fins. I added two. Do it. Aha!
0: <laughs> uh-huh. So this was this was your extra. Or oh, okay, yeah, want, just yeah, a couple extras. Extra. Couple extras. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, I really, I gave it a five out of five because, it, you know, again, it's like I'm judging Rocka William against Rocka William. Like, <laughs> I actually really, I was thinking about it, It's kind of like, it's actually, I, I, I think I agree with you. Like, it's actually like a real song as opposed to like him doing like, you know, a Prince song. Right. You know, with a vacuum. So like, and it's cool to hear Mike play keys like that. And it's cool. Like, and Trey's like a good drummer. Like, like I say, page page, I think, you know, leaves a tiny bit to be desired. (laughs) Like, I think they can't, I don't think they can do anything with like real bass lines or something in this lineup, but like, and, and you know, uh, I like in the video, it's great. Like Fishman just singing, like he's just holding Trey's guitar. Like he plays some notes, but not many, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So, Yeah, but I think it's like, uh, it's cool that they, it's like a real song. And also, I have to mention that there's a reference to, uh, I think it's in the first verse where he says something like, he was a loner, like Malachi from Children of the Corn. They knew that he was different from the moment he was born. A loner
1: just like Malachi from Children of the Corn. He always wore a hat and he always
2: wore
0: it right. And as he grew, he became a creature of the night. I think I mentioned it to you, but also for our listeners, there's a hilarious Children of the Corn-related fish prank that occurred that I'm assuming has to have something to do with the fact that it's included in these lyrics and, and I could be getting this story wrong. I haven't read the fish. It's in the fish book. The great uh, Richard Gare book. If you're listening to this and haven't read that, definitely go check that out. That's a great book. It's an oral history or it's not an oral history. It's an oral uh, <laughs> examination. <laughs> exactly. Of them from, this period actually like around this time and uh, they mentioned I believe the story is Mike met the guy who played Malachi from children of the corn in real life and I can't remember <sighs> the circumstances of how this happened but somehow it happened like I can't remember if he's a fan or is that a party or something but it became this idea like the greatest prank of all time we're gonna pull on fishman is gonna be um like we're watching children of the corn and he, he actually did this. Like he invited him over and they're watching children of the corn. And like, at a certain point, like Mike went up to use the bathroom and like stop the actual Malachi guy. I swear. Yeah. got up and said. And apparently the thing was, he said like fishman looked over and it was the guy from the, you know, it's the guy. And he said like, he didn't scream and he, he just, he just stood, he looked at him. He looked forward. He stood up, and he just went to bed. <laughs> 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 just like the greatest, like like okay. Oh my, that gosh. just happened. And I hope that I gotta. I up. hope
1: that he knew that Mike had met him too, <laughs> just so that it would like somewhat process. Like oh god.
0: Um, so I, that that has to have something to do with the uh, the lyric, but yeah, Rocka William, a great uh deep cut and i I think i mentioned this to you i texted you or something that i used to um or there was a period where i organized all the fish.net tracks by artists and i went through all the fish originals (laughs) just to be like i need to hear like every version of like the original songs, right Uh, so i came across rocker william that way and i think i watched this video of this show like the cecilia And I was thinking, like, I probably haven't watched this YouTube video since, like, you know, twenty eleven. (laughs) Yeah, just watch this one. So, yeah, that was a great treat, and uh, I like the fact that this set ends weird, but then we come right back around to our good friend, run like an
1: antelope, next to close us out. Run, run. I gave this a four. Run, run, run. Point five. Run, 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 run. run.
0: You got to run like a four point five out of control. I gave this 4.5 Finns. uh, I like Trey's little Cecilia tease. Yeah. (laughs) Did you catch that at the very beginning? Uh, That's really fun. Uh, Great version of the song. It's one of these things where a song like this is like so easy for them in this period, you know, and they're doing it a lot. Like they're playing these songs a whole bunch. (laughs) Right. A lot of these songs that they played in the show are like new or them doing new spins on things like McGrup, you know? Yeah. Um, so to come back to something like this on their own instruments, like after going, you know, playing that is just like playing with house money, you know, and you can tell. Right. <laughs> um, just a couple things to bring up. Uh, I really like it. Great jam. Uh, the outro part, he starts kind of shouting out a bunch of people. It. It's interesting. I was trying to figure out, like, why he's kind of shouting out, like, the crew and the band. I guess it was because after this, like I said, they were doing mostly, like, festivals and stuff. That so this was kind of, yeah. like, one of
1: the last, uh, okay.
0: like, big, like, before they went back to Amsterdam and did, like, the, you know, did that run. Like, this was kind of the last, like, gig gig that they were
1: doing in Europe, I guess. So, um, but... I actually, I went with a four but I kind of felt like Antelope wasn't the right song for to close the set in this show. I feel like Split Open and Melt would have fit better with... Yeah, that would have worked. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's hindsight or uh, an outsider's perspective, if you will.
0: I actually... I guess I disagree in the sense I like Antelope coming in here. Um, I... I guess I made that sound more negative than I thought with the weird, like, outro part. But um, I think that these, like, whether it was Melt or Antelope would have served kind of a similar function. So, you know, I'd be down for either one of those, really. But, you know, yeah, that that is uh, that is the closer of set two. And then the encore is Gaiudi.
1: Killed it. They nailed, he nailed it, too. They nailed the whole... The whole thing, which is something that I, I do feel for people who were seeing them in this era that uh, see them now is, is that they're not always, you know, Trey doesn't hit every single note necessarily every time the way that he does in this one, which is fine. I mean, I don't, yeah, it's not like I, I mind it. I don't give a shit. I, if I wanted to hear it perfect, I would go listen to one of the versions where something's perfect. I just want to hear Trey play. But yeah, I can I can understand where where someone would be like, oh, man, it used to be like this. But yeah, j'aime beaucoup le fish de Vermont.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's It's interesting that it's a matter of opinion with that, because I feel like it's better in this uh, period of the band. I think the these types of songs in a way. But um, the fact that they at least still attempt them and I think more importantly that they kind of place them in the right spots where it's like we're gonna open a show with guyiti or something like to close one and to not kind of land it would be really bad yeah so that's true they're just you know I I do think that there's you're hitting on something like that's just that is part of the difference between the eras is their ability to totally nail these. Really intricate composed sections. After doing a like half of a set, that's almost like totally like kind of loose and just you know <laughs> you know playing other instruments. Bizarro and,
1: Fish Band. You
0: know. Yeah, and like that they're able to. Oh, but then we can also do this in, you know, God knows what hour of the night in France, yeah. you know, just like, I mean, I think it's a, uh, it's a great way to end it. We are going to come back at you at some point, probably pretty soon with some more action. Uh, we're going to be back in 3.0 So Yeah. Great. Uh, great to talk to you, buddy.
1: And yes. good job, everyone. We- we're so Great grateful. Job. If you the are listening, sport. we're very
0: grateful. And we will see all of you next time on choppers Bye, everybody.